Welcome to the Boss Room. My name is Alex Kaz. Tonight I'm joined by my co-host, Shamster. Boom. We're also joined by Imamu. All day. All night. All night. We're also joined by Omi. I'm back. X-Wolf is in the house. It's your boy. And first time Boss Brigade member, Frank from work. Where am I? What's going on? Before we begin, I wanted to give a quick shout out to secondplayer.net who recently wrote an article about episode 7 of the boss room. So I want to give a huge boss shout out to shout out secondplayer.net and Chris Johnston who is also of the Player One podcast, which I want to give a shout out to them as well. So thank you secondplayer.net for the kind words. Thank you very much. You can follow them at secondplayer.net. Uh, them or CJ. I don't know if it's multiple people, but uh, thank you again to secondplayer.net. Thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah! All right, let's get into it. Hype block. Hype block. First news article of the night is Next Level Games was purchased by Nintendo. Now, what happened here is basically the board of directors at Next Level Games, they were just looking to sell and they had a lot of great games that they had made for Nintendo. So Nintendo just went in there and scooped them up because they're a great development studio. They've made games like Luigi's Mansion 3, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, Super Mario Strikers. So I think it's a great pickup for Nintendo. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. That Nintendo was the best partner, the best company to pick them up since they've already had a working relationship and they've made a ton of games for them. So yeah, that that was, you know, that was that was an easy pickup for Nintendo. I just assumed that I mean it's basically to me it's basically it is Nintendo. What games did they do that there wasn't uh I don't know if you mentioned it that weren't with Nintendo as a partnership? So they made uh Captain America on the PS3 and the 360. Uh I don't know the other games, but that's one that just I I'm that's fa- I'm familiar with. So yeah, so basically Luigi's Mansion was Mario Strikers and the other Luigi's Mansion, right? Two Luigi's Mansions and Mario Strikers as, as far as Nintendo goes. Well, they also made Punch Out on the Wii. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they made Punch Out. Yeah. Yeah, for the Wii. The wow. Yep. They awesome. basically are Nintendo to me. I mean, obviously they weren't because they got bought by Nintendo, but I still think it's a good move. Lock that partnership up. Yeah, basically the owners or the board of directors at Next Level Games wanted to sell so you know they probably just went right to nintendo and nintendo's like okay well you'll be a first party studio now so nintendo doesn't usually um purchase studios the last one that they purchased was monolith soft in 2007 so that's quite a bit of time ago they're not like microsoft who's out here scooping up every studio left and right so it's really interesting that they did buy them but it seems like not not necessarily that their hands were forced but you know it made sense for both sides and i think just some of the you know owners or you know board of directors at the next level games they just wanted a big payday pretty much yeah one other game that they that they, uh, that they um that they developed was uh tom clancy's uh, ghost recon on the wii oh oh my goodness they do have a huge um, portfolio so that was an easy buy by nintendo i believe yeah. it was a match made in heaven Exactly. And Nintendo's probably their biggest clients anyway. So Indeed. you might as well uh, sell the company over to them. You know, and you're buying a company that already won two awards, the Dice Awards and the Baptist Game Awards. 
I mean, that's a no-brainer. And they already yeah. sell like 7.8 million copies worldwide by with Luigi's Mansion 3. I mean, it's not like Nintendo's taking a huge risk. They're buying a company that has a winning portfolio. So if I was Nintendo, I probably would have picked them up a long time ago instead of waiting for the company to come to me. But that's just me. Yeah, uh, Imamo mentioned risk. Uh, I feel like there was no risk uh, picking up uh, next level games. And like I said, it's a match made in heaven. Um, it's probably the best partner um, for Nintendo. And to be honest, probably uh, from the last, the few last games that they've developed, um, you know, Luigi's Mansion and um, Luigi's Mansion uh, Dark Moon. Those those are probably one of their more most popular games of the recent ones. That is so. Yeah, it's great pickup. Here's, here's a question. Here's a question, and this might not even make any sense. I'm not sure how the business business arrangement is all set up, but uh, could they buy if they if they had enough money or wanted to? Is it possible for Nintendo to buy the Pokemon Company? I don't because know. I think that would be a good partnership if they could. The Pokemon Company has so much money, and they're so big. They made like. They do a lot of different things too. They made a billion dollars off of Pokemon Go in 2020, which is COVID year, and no one's allowed to go anywhere. So yeah, but that's crazy. Nintendo ha- and Nintendo has enough money to to laugh at people when they try to buy them. So I don't know if we want to get into that. But uh, Nintendo has deep pockets. They can basically buy whoever they exactly. want as long as the offer is enticing for the other company. They can buy whoever they, they have, want. They have a lot of cash. Right. It's just a matter of if if the partnership works out for them. To be honest, uh, with a lot of companies, they usually buy other companies that are potentially a risk to them in the future. Um, That's right. And I don't see Pokemon Company being a risk to Nintendo. They're more like an ally. So I don't see the purpose of spending billions of dollars when... They're not a risk to you, and they're going to make you money regardless. They could still yep. bring them on board. They could put them in their new theme park. They could do all kinds of stuff. They could probably do that anyway. Exactly. That's what I mean. Why spend money on on a company that's probably going to partner with you? Regardless? I was just wondering if it's possible if they wanted to. No, anything anything is possible, but it's really not financially feasible, nor is it uh, a needed risk to even do that. It. it for for me, I would not do something like that. And they've been partnered with them for a long time. Exactly. So it doesn't really make any sense. I'm yeah. not sure who has more money, though. Like, Pokemon <laughs> could have more, more money, money than Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to say Nintendo has the most cash, but I really don't know. I don't really study their accounting. They're both balling, so... I could see Google trying to buy them to put them in their stadia and try to oh lock them God. away. Google will just freeze them in place and won't do anything with them. They do that with everything. They just buy stuff and let it sit. They don't care. Nintendo's basically a family company. I think the, the current president, or maybe even the last one, I'm not sure, were the first one, uh, first presidents that were outside of the family, something like that. And they've been they've been around since the 1800s. No, I, I believe Iwata was the first one outside of the family. And then, so the one now, I believe, is the second one. Yeah, so it was it was fairly recent, and um, yeah, they're they've been around since like eighteen ninety or late late eighteen hundreds. So they got they're, they're playing the long game. Yeah, they it's, wow. they started as like a playing card company. Uh, just to put things in perspective, um, the Pokemon Company is the highest grossing media franchise of all time. There with you go, ninety five ninety five billion. So Nintendo cannot buy them out. <laughs> see, see, that was my point. And maybe they will buy Nintendo. Homie with the cold hard facts. Boom, drop the bomb on them. You know, when it comes down to business, man, gotta drop them. Gotta Google that. All right, what's next? Speaking of Nintendo, there was a leak 
that was discovered by a data miner about the potential Nintendo Switch Pro, uh, which would likely be releasing at some point this year. So what it would be is it would it's uh, the code name is Aula and it uses the same Marico Tegra X1 chip made by nvidia and basically what it would do is just it would use the same chip but it would allow for 4k upscaling because the current switch does actually have the capability to do that because it's the same essentially the same thing as the nvidia shield so it does have 4k upscaling capability but nintendo is holding the clocks back on that to just basically keep performance at a more stabilized rate in some cases so um, according to this, it will also have a uh, better screen on it using OLED, and it will have a 4K chip, which they're not sure if it's in the dock or if it's in the Switch itself for upscaling. So I really hope it's in the dock and you can use your current Switch on that to upscale to 4K, but you know we'll see what happens. It's probably going to be in the Switch. And that's and that's 5G as well, and it's coming out March 2021. No, that was not in the <laughs> that was not in the leak, but <laughs> no, I'm, predict- I'm predicting that it's another another prediction. Yeah, but the the PS the PS5 Pro is coming out in March 2021 as well, exactly. so that's gonna be a big month. Yeah, that's gonna be a big month based on uh, your theory. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> we'll see. Um, I think something like that would be amazing, but I don't see Nintendo pushing to launch a new console, especially when the sales figures are still high. Um, Nintendo will probably push it maybe in 2022. I would say um, they probably. I don't even know if they would even announce it just because that would kind of reduce the sales of their current gen. But like you said, if it's a dock, definitely they'll probably launch it as an accessory. But most companies don't really do uh, like half um, uh, updates. They usually want you to buy the entire thing so they can make more money. Right. I think the expectation for this is it to be essentially like a PS4 Pro to PS4, like kind of switch where it's not the full next generation, but it's just like a stopgap kind of thing. With Nintendo, they're always going to, um, it's hard to, they're really hard to predict. And and eventually when it does come out, it's always going to, most likely based on history, going to be slightly lower specs than you're probably hoping for, but it's still going to be good and you're still going to get one. But they do that, they do that a lot. I don't think it's going to be as powerful as a PS4 Pro. I could see maybe PS4, but I don't know. No, it, it won't even be that powerful, but... No, definitely not. Not, not, the, not the mobile portion. Like not you the, said, it's, it's probably going to do like an uh, upscale where it's not a full-fledged um, 4K. But also, Nintendo's not the company that cares much about high graphics. Yep. They care about fun factor. They care about this. We don't care to count how many hair threads are on Mario. We just want to see characters, yeah. Right. We just want to see it, and I think if they focus on HDR, where it could bring more that color cool. into it, um, make things pop a little bit, I could see them focusing on that. But high graphics, I don't see that because um, that would require some developers to change up their game. Unless if everything is uh, upscaled through the hardware and it doesn't require developers to make any changes to any of their codes, that's the only time I'll see it because typically they would probably just launch a new console and leave the Switch behind. But the sales figures don't really match for Nintendo to launch something else to um, pretty much reduce their current sales for this generation when it doesn't matter. But I could be wrong. No, I I agree with that. I don't think there's really even a need for a Switch Pro. Uh, I'm just interested to see what they do release because... 
really the only thing I would be interested, I know Shamster is as well, is a TV only one. If there's like a dockable Switch Pro or whatever, I don't even know if I would buy it, to be honest. Um, I may I, just wait for the next generation at that point. Exactly. What, t- a TV only one you wouldn't buy? No, I, I would be interested in that one in yeah. like a souped up Switch with like a, another screen and stuff. I don't yeah. really care about that. So I th- so I think um, I would I would prefer a TV only one just because I that's where I typically play. And if it's going to be more powerful, I'd rather have that. But if it is like a, I don't know, a traditional Switch, standard Switch, then I would want it to have a bigger screen and more comfortable Joy-Cons because it's not comfortable to hold. And, I, I agree. Uh, those are too big. And battery would be, would need to be at least 12 hours. That would be a nice upgrade for me, especially if there was, you know, a step up in the frame rates or resolution. Other than that, I don't need anything crazy, and I wouldn't expect it to be. I don't play. I don't play for twelve hours straight, so I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, well, I guess it charges all the time if you if you dock it. So it, yeah, like right now, to be honest, based on what's going on around the world with the COVID and stuff like that, if they if it wasn't a pipeline to launch something in 2021, they would probably push it to 2022. Mainly because they don't need a TV-only switch because everyone's going to be at home anyway. That's and true. they're probably going to keep their docks right where it is. So they're not going to push something that no one's going to need at this point in time. They're we'll probably going to wait until everything calms down, and then they will launch it. I agree with um, Imamu. Um, I feel like they're not going to try and push something now. They're probably going to wait until things calm down a little bit. Um, there's also the marketing side of things. That, um, this was just a leak. There's nothing, you know, they haven't put anything out yet. So um, I doubt that that's going to come this year. So if they actually end up launching a new one, a new Switch, it could be because if you think about it, they actually they didn't launch it at a typical time. They didn't launch it in like the fall of any particular year. They they launched, I think, in the late winter, early spring, like around March. So honestly, it could be March 2022, uh, and it could be a nice, nice, pretty good hooked up Switch, but we'll see. I think it'll come out in 2021 at some point, but we'll wait and see. So I hate to keep bringing up Nintendo, but this one actually has both Nintendo and Microsoft in it. So hybrid. Apparently back in 2000, Microsoft wanted to just jump into the gaming sphere and just basically take over. So they approached Nintendo to ask if they could purchase them. And basically Nintendo was laughing at them. So essentially Steve Ballmer went to this, which is which is so funny. Um, he approached them and they essentially laughed at him for an hour to not necessarily want to be purchased by Microsoft. But, you know, Microsoft did eventually become a good gaming company. I, I still don't think they would buy out Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo would do that, but would be an interesting, let's say Nintendo was down in the dumps at one point and Microsoft won and picked them up. That would be an interesting future that we would live in now where basically the Series X would have Nintendo stuff on it. I would I wouldn't want that. I, I wouldn't want it either. No, me neither. It'd lose that Nintendo magic. Agreed. Yeah, that's definitely. I don't, I don't think. I'm not sure how close they actually came to buying them anyway. Like I said, they've been around for. Well, not not close at all, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't even know if it was, you know, how it even started or if there was any contacts that contacted each other that actually had a clue. Who knows? But it's definitely um, a good thing that it didn't happen. Hey, Nintendo helped create Sony, right? Because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't see Microsoft has been in the game for quite some time. This is the Xbox is not their first rodeo. 
their first true introduction to console, you could say, would have been the Dreamcast, right? Um, Indeed. Because the, the Windows CE is what Dreamcast was running off of. And Microsoft's been in, in the gaming industry since, uh, Minec- uh, what was that, Minesweeper? Or Solitaire. I beat Solitaire in 71 seconds. Space Pinball? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. All I, all I did was Solitaire. I, I want to do a real throwback. Uh, Windows 95 captured the flag. <laughs> I don't even know that one. <laughs> uh, oh wait, was that that got little we pointed and clicked at little like squares, and it just like a flag would appear? No, that's that minesweeper. Minesweeper, yeah. yeah, that's minesweeper. <laughs> no, this was like a <laughs> this was like a first person uh, capture the flag game on Windows ninety five. It was dope. Right now, uh, I love the 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 competition. We have Sony on one it's side, perfect. Microsoft on another, and we have Nintendo, Nintendo on, the on the other side. All console. And it's just beautiful for the consumers. Nintendo is not playing by the rules of Microsoft or Sony, you know, where they're kind of like battling head to head. So I am really glad that Microsoft did not purchase Nintendo or else we would have lost Mario and all those other characters that we love so dearly. So and plus Microsoft is going towards a service. So it would have started taking the Nintendo games to a service probably and I definitely wouldn't want that. That's one thing I like about Nintendo the most is you get the game. It's complete. You don't have to wait for crazy updates all the time. You just have it, and it's always going to be great. But it wouldn't have happened like that if they would have went with Microsoft. Very true. I agree with that. But Microsoft yeah, is a great point. Microsoft is is a company currently right now. I'm respecting Microsoft more. Me so too. Than, more so than Sony, to be honest. Yeah, actually, actually, Imamu, I was, uh, I've been considering getting PC Game Pass to try out uh, Forza Horizon 4. I did have a question for you on that, though. Are you able to connect your DualShock 4 to the PC to play that? Ooh, uh, I did not try that, actually. Um, I've just, it, it felt so natural to use an Xbox controller when I'm on the, the Microsoft stuff. I don't know, but uh, I just feel like I, I am... Uh, I'm doing something wrong if I use a PlayStation on the Xbox, but I will try that definitely. The game might not work if you're using a a, a Sony controller. <laughs> they said they sabotaged it. But <laughs> but honestly, when I plug in my um, DualShock um, or the PS5 right onto my PC, it will not work unless I'm using Steam. Um, so Steam already have all the patches um, associated with it. So I doubt that Windows will automatically work unless I use the Bluetooth feature and I um, and I configure each button individually as an external controller. So once okay. you do that, I'm pretty sure it'll just work for any game that you put on there, regardless if it's Microsoft or not. But you'll probably have to do more work to have it work on the Microsoft end, if that makes sense. The Elite controller is a superior controller anyway, so don't don't even attempt to do that. The price is superior too. <laughs> Everything is superior. Yeah, so Imamu, I'm not sure about what I'm going to do there because I don't know if I really want to go out and get a uh, Xbox controller for that, but we'll see about it. Maybe I'll I'll test out the DualShock Four. Um, but we have one final news topic, which is also Microsoft involved. Omi, why don't you tell us about that? Yes, yeah, so um, DC Designs has actually released an F-15 fighter jet package for uh, Flight Simulator. Um, so apparently um, 
the YouTuber Obsidian Ant, shout out to him, um, has actually tested the package already, and it sounds like it'll be ready for January or June 18th of, of, of this year. Um, yeah, so there'll be there actually is going to be four different variants of, of the uh, of the fighter jet. They'll have the standard F-15, uh, the D, E, and I. Um, you'll be able to um, download that and, and actually play it on on uh, on the PC. Um, there's still not a lot of information on how that's going to transfer over to the console once they have a flight simulator available for the um, for the new Xbox um, console. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty pumped about that, and I'm I'm, I'm hoping to be able to uh, to fly that uh, that fighter jet soon. Just just for the new listeners. Omi and Imamu are huge flight simulator fans. Um, <laughs> let's huge. Let's just throw it out there. What's your favorite plane, Omi? Uh, it's, it has to be the F-15 right now. Um, but I mean, when I when I when I actually played the game before, um, I used to just fly a lot of Cessna planes, um, just uh, you know, single motor, single engine planes, and and those were great. And uh, you know, I got to ask the question to Imamu as well. Is your plane better than his? Your favorite one? You mean, uh, yeah, of course it is. But I haven't even picked it up yet. But I know it will be because that's just who I am. Uh, it just has to be faster than than my uh, colleagues here. Yeah, there's there's uh the only thing that I didn't like about the um about the update is that um you won't be able to um you won't be able to reach max speeds with with this uh, fighter jet on the game. Um, so I guess Microsoft has blocked that. Um, you'll be able to reach max speeds. But like I said, I'm I'm happy that they've done that. This will give the uh, the simulator a whole new twist. And um, yeah, I can't wait to play that. So, Omi, once once there's actually a release date on Flight Simulator, are you going to then start attempting to get a Series X at that point? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> going to need that new hardware. But it should be on the PC as well, correct? Yeah, so it look, it's there's not a lot of information on it, um, but it sounds like it'll be for the PC game first um, because yeah. it's a third party. It's a third party developer, so I'm not sure how they're going to include that on the uh, on the console version of the game. Um, oh, I love that's that. still still out in the works, but um, yeah, that like like I said, that's going to give um, the simulator a whole new twist because you've never been able to you know fly fighter jets in in the game. Um, so technically, so yeah. I'll let you know how it is then. Yeah, I mean, if if you <laughs> get your hands on it before I do, then well, definitely. he's he's got PC Game Pass, so he can really download it at any point. Exactly. So, nice. so Omi, so the um, did you ever play Ace Combat Seven, the VR version for uh, PSVR? I did not, because I think I don't know, but I think that might be really cool because you do use the fighter jets and you could do like dives and things over the ocean. I think so. You might want to check that out. Oh yeah, definitely put it on my list. Got to get that PSVR and a PS four or five with the adapter oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> or the, the entire cockpit i mean why not yeah if you're gonna go <laughs> three ultra wides gotta line them up oh I've, I've got that already you got three desks i i have one ultra wide i, I don't need three you need at least three for that boss featured topic BFT. okay well Essentially, what the boss feature topic is tonight is our current backlog of games that we're either playing or planning on playing. And I'm just going to add one, or I'm going to add a couple things for myself, and others are allowed to as well for the wish list. My wish list is not games that are necessarily out, but ones that I think will come out. 
uh, Frank from work, do you want to, uh, do you want to start us off? Do you have anything that you're uh, looking to play? You know, honestly, I am more of a half-life game player and I haven't played the most recent revision, which is more of a fan base remake of the entire 15 year old platform. So I got to get back into that. Um, they put a lot of work over a lot of years to basically redo the whole game. Uh, and I want to check that out. Cool. Thanks. Wait, they redid the whole game? Or the V? Or is that the VR version? The, fan mod. Yeah, it was. It oh, was a, okay. Yeah, it was a fan mod. It just got released, and uh, it, it's been well received. A lot of, a lot of hours, a lot of passion put into it. I got to check it out again. Again, it's over a 15 year old game, but it, I have to check out the new one now. I'm a huge Half Life fan, so I totally get you. Did anyone play the VR one? I forget what it's I called. I have not. Yeah, it's. No, oh, it was only made VR for one. VR. Supposed to be good. Yeah, no, no. It's just, it's just I got to upgrade my hardware if you play that. X Wolf, what is in your backlog right now? In my backlog, honestly, my thing is, uh, I'm, I'm really waiting for that, uh, that Monster Hunter Rise for the Switch, man. That, that looks really, really good. Yo, like, to be I'm... honest, um, I'm gonna blow your mind right now because the demo is out right now. What? Yeah, it was released yesterday. Nah, man, I gotta, I gotta mess around and, and jump on that, man. And another, another thing too is uh, Sephiroth for Super Smash. Man, he's a beast. He is so good, man. I gotta download it, or I, I have the pass. I just haven't played it yet, so I'm gonna wait, and I'm, I'm excited to check him out. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty punishable, you know. But he has some really strong attacks, and he has really good range. So he's one of those characters that you need to know what you're doing. If you don't, you're just gonna get punished. You know, but um, other than that, um, I'm still on Cyberpunk. You know, I, I haven't really, to be honest with you, I kind of dwindled off a little bit and I jumped back into Genshin Impact. I don't know why. That's, I don't. I don't that's know what we why. heard. Yeah, like I don't know what's I going know why, on because there. Cyberpunk's broken. That's probably why. And it's not even that. It's not even that because when I was playing it, I was enjoying it. I was having fun, but it's just something about it just made me fall off, and and I just fell back into. Genshin Impact, you know, they came out with new events and stuff like that, and you know, uh, it just it just was so good. They, they they're just throwing pyro gems at you, so I'm basically stocking up my pyro gems, which is in-game money to buy like five-star characters, which is like really uh -huh. rare. So so yeah, man, just uh, bouncing around a little bit. Nice, nice. Oh. So I didn't think I'd hear that from you. I thought you were still living inside Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm going to interject with a few of mine because I actually have a pretty long list. I broke it down into a bunch of different sections. So <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to do that. But um, I included a list of, uh, you know, Switch games to start. So Hyrule Warriors, that's a game that I started, but I haven't really gotten back into it because basically I had the PS5 and I've been hyped to play all those games and I've been playing a lot of, you know, those type of games. So I would definitely want to get back into that. I'm not sure I'm going to go back and do a lot of the side quests. I'll probably just go through and do the story just to play through it and see the story. Um, another game that I am sort of in progress of a lot uh, um, is Mario 3D All-Stars. So I am playing um, Super Mario Galaxy still. I'm trying to go for 100% of that. So I got the 120 stars with Mario, and now I'm about 90 stars or so in with Luigi. And then once I get the 120 stars with Luigi, that at that point I will uh, have completed it. So once I'm done with that, I do want to jump into Mario Sunshine and Mario 
64 and try and 100% both of those. But it's more of a long-term goal, I would say. But, yeah. uh, you know, I love the Mario 3D games, so why not? Um, another game that I definitely want to play, and I know it's a short game too, so it's, to me, you know, I'll play it at some point, is Panda Dragoon Remake, which I got on the Switch. And um, I have not played the original game. Have any of you guys? Nope. I, pl- I played it nope. um, a long time ago when I was a kid. Um, I didn't take very long pl- um, playing it, but it was fun. What, what, what's the game about? It's an on-rail shooter where you're on a dragon. Right. Oh, it's like Galaga? It's almost more like Star Fox, I would say. Right. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, it I looks think more I like Star Fox. And, and, the, and, the, and the dragon is like, it has like a demonish face with like big teeth and stuff like that. And it shoots out. Okay, I, I think I know. It's like a third-person view. Yeah. So okay. you don't really see the front of the dragon necessarily. Oh, but you don't. You see the, see the back. back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I've seen that. But yeah, that one I am excited to play, but you know, I, I already have it and I'll play it at some point, but I've got a lot of games I'm already playing right now. So uh final game for my Switch backlog is Untitled Goose Game, which I got on Switch as well, the physical version, and it's cool. It's got like a manual in it, it's got a map in it, a sticker. The physical copy is very cool of that, and I definitely just want to play it. I'm sure that's a short game as well. So I have been liking getting uh, indie games physically on the Switch. I think, you know, it's great supporting these smaller developers. And Untitled Goose Game looks like just a fun time, so I'm excited to check that out. That sounds amazing. You have a great list. Well, that's not it. <laughs> I got, oh, I got my some. goodness. That's really? only my Switch that's games. Awesome. That's only, only the Switch. Switch. Okay. That's only Switch games. So I'm going to go on to the Wii U, and then I'll save the other ones for later. And I'll now, let, let me ask you go. a question: Are you how far back do you go? How far back do you go with your backlog? Like Untitled Goose Game, if you never played it, I don't know. Like how far back are we going with our backlogs? Like every you know, five, ten, twenty years? Because I got stuff that I haven't played. Them. It doesn't matter. It's just it's just a, a curated list. It doesn't have to be any any time frame. I just want to make whatever. sure there's no rules. I got a list. I'm good. No, no rules. Yeah, no. The rules. So mine. So I. I actually only picked Nintendo consoles because it was kind of easier for me because I had a lot of stuff on my mind that I did. That I do want to play. So my next list is for the Wii U, which I have Pikmin Three, which I picked up the uh, that copy uh, before the Switch version came out because it was going to be cheaper to get that. I think I only paid like fifteen bucks for it, so that's a great deal. Yeah, so that's one game that I want to play, and I think it actually uses the um, the tablet for some purposes, so I think the gameplay may actually be better on the Wii U than it would be on the Switch. And my other Wii U game is Paper Mario Color Splash. The Paper Mario Origami King came out in 2020, and that game was amazing, so... I played uh, some other Paper Mario games last year, and I basically enjoyed all of them, so this is another another game that I really want to get into on the Wii U. Didn't you beat uh, Paper Mario Color Splash? No, I haven't played that one. Oh, that, see, that's why I was confused. I thought you said you beat it before, but then, then I thought you said you, it was in your backlog. No, I beat Sticker Star, and I... Uh, uh, Origami King. Yeah, Origami King I beat. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of, Origami King. And you're doing the uh, N64 one? Yep, I'm still in progress with that. All right, yeah, I think... I was wondering how good Color Splash was, and I was thinking you beat it, but that that's Origami no, King. No, I haven't played it. Champster, what is in your backlog? Let's go with the Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap is probably the biggest one. Well, so these are games I actually... Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap is a great game. It's one that I actually got pretty far through. 
with my kid. It's really cool. But we got stuck and it got really hard all of a sudden. And we're prop we're at least three quarters of the way through it, I'd say. But I'm at a point where I definitely so I, I couldn't figure out what to do and I kept dying and, and I kept thinking it was hard. It's, I think it's like called like the Ninja Temple or something like that. It's the uh, level with the cherry trees or cherry blossoms. And it's uh, it's really, really interesting. But then it gets really hard. And I think I need to find a grind point because whenever I go on YouTube to figure out how to do this, people just have tons and tons of items. And I play the game, you know, just fine. And I just don't end up with tons and tons of items, even when I run around for a while and try. So there's got to be certain points where you can get a lot of, a lot of items in the game. So I stopped playing it is what I'm getting at. Yeah, for that one, I actually I have it and I did play through it a little bit. I think I got only the I got the dragon, I got the mouse, and there was one more was that bird. was uh yeah, I think I might have got the bird, but I didn't get any past any any farther past that. There's another one. I think I left off in the fish level areas. That that's sort of where I stopped. Yeah. Um it's really good. It's it's short and sweet. I mean, it's not super super short, but it's it's based on an old old game for the Sega Master System. I think. I think it, it's uh, the third one. I think um, it's one of those. the The lineage of Wonder Boy is kind of kind of weird, anyway. But so I just stopped playing it. But I love that game. I even bought and I mentioned this before. When I really like a game soundtrack, I'll buy the record. I have the record for that, and I listen to it all the time. It's really cool. The vinyl is awesome. It's incredible. And in fact, in the game, you can go back and forth between the original soundtrack and the new version, which is, you know, full, full blown instruments and everything. Yeah, you can switch the graphics, too. You can switch from the. Yeah, back and forth. Yeah, you can switch from the hand drawn art style of today right back to the Master System art style, which looks amazing. Yeah, and the reason, and the reason I brought it up, even though I played it mostly, because I want to definitely get back to it. I think about it a lot. Um, and the other reason I brought it up, because another related game that's in my backlog is one of the uh, games that's sort of based on Wonder Boy. It is uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, which I have the physical copy. And I also have the digital copy because I got it really cheap a few weeks ago. Pretty cheap. That's the other other reason I brought that up was because... Uh, that game is another game that's on my backlog, and the soundtrack is just as good in that one too. At least from what I hear and what I what I sampled online. So those are definitely two big ones, but they're smaller games. Wolfenstein Two, the new Colossus, very violent game. I still want to get to that. That's another game I really like a lot. I don't typically play first person shooters, but that one is a single player game, and it has really cool boss fights. And it's I like kind of like futuristic societies that are you know. A play on history, especially. Um, so I want to I want to do that. Wolfenstein one I would add with that, but I kind of fell off of that one towards the end. But this one I definitely want to I want to play. This one it looks really good too. I want to check it out on the PS five. I want to see how good that looks. Omi, what do you got? Yeah, so um, I'm actually going to give Borderlands three another chance. I actually played this um last year i played like 10 hours of it and i got bored um i felt like the game was really slow um and started playing warzone a lot um but i'm gonna give this a chance again so i've got this on my list on my backlog and um for borderlands i would say if you're gonna go get back into it i would recommend waiting until you get the next gen console because that i heard the upgrades on that specifically for the xbox are really really good oh well yeah Good tip. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably just wait and, and put it in the backlog again. But 
very far out. Um, and then the the other games that I have are um, they're not necessarily games that have been released, but I definitely have them on on my list of games that I want to play. Uh, Overwatch Two, I love um, the first version of Overwatch, um, so I'm waiting for that uh, to come out so I can play it. And I am also trying to get back into Diablo. So I have Diablo Three that um, I got for Christmas a couple years ago, and I, it's still actually under wrap. I never even opened it um but i played diablo one back when i was a kid uh back in you know like the 90s um so i played that one and never played it again so i want to get back into 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 playing some so diablo. you never played diablo 3 i never played diablo 3 i have it but i i've actually never never played it i'm not a big diablo fan but um and i might ask you this before but did you ever play hades or have you, I did. Have you played that yet no. no i've never played that because i think it has diablo 3 vibes or diablo vibes i'm not sure because i haven't played it but uh it's it's supposed to be an incredible game i think it was up for game of the year this year and yeah check it out yeah it's on uh pc and switch i played the the first version of diablo back in like i don't know 1999 1997 around there i can't remember exactly the exact year um i played a bunch of that and then never played it again um and i got diablo 3 a couple years ago i think two years ago or a year ago um for christmas never played it um but i have it there and it's one of the games that i that i definitely want to want to try out again um let me see i I think i may have one more yeah the other the only other game that i have on my list uh that i definitely want to play is obviously flight simulator the new one um so yeah the minute i i get my hands on the new xbox i'm i'm buying that can you be the red baron in that game which one flight simulator the new one red baron i have no idea uh, Omi, specifically since you're an Xbox guy, what is your hype level or anticipation for Halo Infinite? Uh, very high. Very, 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 very high. I definitely want to check it out at some point. Like, I'm really considering maybe getting a Series S at some point, maybe in like in a year or so from now or whatever, because I definitely want to check out that. So the last the last Halo game that I played was Halo 4. Um, that was actually on the Xbox 360. I haven't played any other games from that franchise since, actually. Nice. Well, I mean, it'll be a great way to get back into it. And I think, you know, the Master Chief Collection is really good right now. So if you either have it or, you know, get Game Pass at some point, I'm sure whenever you get the uh, Series X, it'll come with like a subscription, like a three month trial or whatever to Game Pass. So that'll be cool to try that out then. But it, it is cheap anyway, I think, for what yeah. you get. That's one of the reasons I want to I want to get a Series X at some point, but I'll probably wait for the first price drop. Now, now, <laughs> now, now that we're talking, and I just went to my cabinet where I have all my games, I actually found uh, the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, um, also ah. a game that I've that I've actually never opened. It's still in the wrapper. Never, never played it. Yep. So that's another one on my list. The problem for that game with me is I played it after The Witcher, and I'm I really like for the most part. I don't know. I, I found that game too buggy, to be honest. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah there's, I don't like, know. yeah, there's a lot of bugs in that game. Uh, well, yeah, but I'll give it a shot. It's still considered one of the greatest RPGs of all time. So yeah, yes. yeah. At least Western ones. Yes. But yeah, so I have I have quite a few games that are still under wrapper that I haven't played. So gotta give those a chance at some point. All right. Well, Imamu, what do you got for us in your backlog? Um, currently, I'm still. Uh, just big shout out to Supercell people. I love playing Brawl Stars on my phone. Whenever there's a downtime, uh, that game is so much fun. I love playing it with my uh, with my son. That is a that is an amazing game. Amazing game. I have it on my phone too. 
Can you guys describe the gameplay for me? Um, <laughs> it's almost like a team battle. There are different types of gameplay um, where uh, you could play almost soccer um, style game on there. Everybody, you have like tons of characters with different powers and different abilities, and you have to pretty much purchase each ability with the virtual currency that they have based on the amount of matches that you you win. You get certain power ups. It's just so much fun, and that company just always update and provide new characters that are fun. Um, and it's just an addictive game, I have to say. Every morning you get a free um, chest with different uh, uh, awards. So it kind of like uh, forces you to get up early. You, so. Yeah, it really does to wake up and then open up the chest and get something. And you could continue using all their characters. Um, it's probably one of the best free games out there on my phone that I play constantly. Downloading right now. Is this in your backlog or is it something that you're currently playing? This is something that I'm currently playing and it will always be in my backlog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the great thing with it is that it allows you to play with other people up to three people at a time. Or if you have like a bunch of other friends, you know, if you're lucky, you can all play within one match of three versus three. It's just so much fun and, and big shout outs to them. So um, it's in your backlog and your front log. It's in my backlog, front log, and current log. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Supercell makes the best uh, mobile games. Yes, they, they, they do. Also, they, they're also the creators of um, Clash Royale. That's a great Clash Royale, exactly, and I stayed playing with that. Um, that seems like more of a Nintendo type of game because they focus yeah. on the fun factor. If oh, Nintendo yeah. was to buy Supercell, would have been like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, it just but those just, are all microtransactions, right? You don't have to. Um, yeah, that's the great to. thing with them. If you're if you're playing the game, and you know, you could like I've played the game for three years, and I didn't even spend anything until this year. So you don't have to do that. They got yeah. You, you just gotta grind. There, there is a grind, you just have to grind. factor. Yeah, there yeah. is a grind factor. You probably just uh, spent money just to support the developers at that, that point. That's you... exactly the only reason why I, I bought something. I didn't need it, but I was just like, man, I played this thing for that. You know what? Here's ten dollars. What you did know? you buy? Like an in-game uh, helmet or something? What, what, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was um, <laughs> it was almost like a, a a season pass, you could say. Yes. But their season pass is not really a. F yeah, I guess you could call it a season pass. Is it ten dollars? Um, I think I thought it was like five ninety nine because the one for Clash Royale, which is a game that I play like every day, like fifteen times a day, is is five ninety nine. It's, it's no, I gave the I gave them ten dollars. Like I okay. did the five ninety nine, and I bought something else. Oh, okay. Um, the, the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, helmet. I gotta get the helmet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it comes with a tie. You need it. So nah, <laughs> it's rare. Bolo tie. Yeah, bolo tie. That's all, you know, or else I would request my refund. Um, if I can um, swap over most of my PS4 games over to the PC, I will do that. Um, just because I, I don't want to really tackle two different consoles. But I'm also going to try to do the Steam, um, the Steam uh, remote play feature and see how well that works on my NVIDIA Shield. So if anybody have played Cyberpunk 2077, on the Steam um, NVIDIA Shield, please give me a shout out and let me know how that turned out. Um, and uh, the other game, 
Uh, big shout out to you, Shamster, for also putting Wolfenstein. I'm a huge fan of Wolfenstein, and I've played most of the previous versions, but I do want to play the the Old Blood, the New Colossus, Young Blood, and and um, Cyber Pilot. Um, so yeah, big shout out to them. The first time I played this, I was so shocked how how yeah, because in the very beginning of the um, the previous game to that, uh, the decision of uh, do you want to uh, kill him or do you want to kill that one? I was just like, wait, is this game really asking me who to die already? And I had uh-huh. to make the decision. That one was just like, this game is serious. Are you talking and, about? You're talking about the new order, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, uh, you good. know exactly what I'm talking about. And I, it starts out. It starts out a little too much like Call of Duty, like one of the ones where you're, you know, in the, in the trenches. That one takes a little while to get going, but once it gets going, it's once it gets it's going, great. it just keeps running. And you yeah. don't know what's coming, and you don't know which one is the antagonist because you're just like she looks like a bad guy. Oh, there's did another. You, did you find like here. the secret base or whatever where there's like a a mattress against the wall? I think it's a mattress, something like that. But you can go through the wall and play the original Wolfenstein. And did you say what am I looking for? No, I said you could play the original Wolfenstein. Oh, I see. In that game, it's like a well. In the game itself, there is like a like a base, like a, under like a like a hideout, and mm-hmm. um. You go there, but I think it's somewhere in there. There's, I think there's like a room with a mattress near the wall or a poster or something like that. And okay. I, you get how it works, but and you can find it online, but you can go in and you can uh, play the original Wolfenstein. I don't know if you got there yet. You said you didn't play it. You just played the beginning, or did you actually play the whole thing? I played the whole thing. One. For that I played one. the whole thing. I beat yeah, it. Yeah, so the yeah, other I ones. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. the other ones are in your backlog. Yeah, those other four games, I didn't play them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love Wolfenstein, and I actually did play the original game uh, for about 15 minutes when I found it. It was funny, because I actually played the original when it first came out, which is crazy. <laughs> is that right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's Where'd awesome. you play it? I played it on an old Apple back in the day. It was was funny it yours, or was it, no, was it, it was yours a or a friend's? It was, it was a friend's, yeah. So, so okay. here I am playing Colossus, and I'm like, oh, there's a video game here. Let me play it. And I, for 15 minutes, I was playing the original. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and that's pretty much my main backlog. Um, so I can't wait to play uh, some more stuff that um, Microsoft's been launching a lot of games lately. So I've just been downloading them and keeping them in my log, just getting ready to play. But, uh, but I'll probably have a new list for you guys soon because my log is just filling up every time. So Very nice. Very nice. Shamster, you want to get into the rest of your backlog? I'll rattle some off. Um, three of them are kind of connected anyway. For some reason, I have a whole bunch of Zelda ones on here. And I love yeah, Zelda. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> and I love them. And I played all of the ones pretty much that I have on the backlog except for one. But I just, I always fall out of those, even though I absolutely love Zelda. And I, you know, I beat Breath of the Wild, I beat Ocarina of Time, and I got deep into a lot of the other ones. And it's still one of my fa- favorite franchises. But Link's Awakening, I always want to get back to that. I just, you have to be in the mood and ready to sit down for a while. Which one? The one for the Switch or the one for the Game Boy? The Switch one. The Switch one. Yeah, I, I, I just like, once I got that one, I went hard and went straight through that. I love that game. How long is it? I think it was like 15 hours. It wasn't that bad. Okay, so the, I'm definitely going to do that soon. Uh, the other one, Wind Waker, I'm, pre- I'm at the last dungeon. So that's, it's kind of like Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap where I kind of, kind of stopped for a little bit and I'm definitely going to go back to it. Uh, play with my son. The thing is, 
Is that the one for the Wii U? Yeah, the HD version for the uh, Wii U. I forgot to mention that. I, I finished that like a few years ago. It was, it was really good. And I, I actually really like how the Wii U gamepad uses like you can look at all your inventory oh, yeah. while, while you're. Yeah, it's really cool. There's nothing wrong with that game. And it's crystal clear. The, it's just very color. It just looks good. Um, I, I didn't give it a chance a long time ago, you know, when it first came out, because I thought it looked too kiddish or too cartoony. But once you get into that game, it's just straight Zelda and it's it's good. But anyway, the, the reason um, I have I fell out of it, mainly because every time I do go back to it, the aiming drives me nuts and it takes a while to get used to. And mm-hmm. where I am, I have to I have to aim a lot. So and then uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, I'll throw on the, the backlog list just because it kind of got pushed to the side a little bit recently. It yeah, just came same, I mean, same thing happened with me. I, I'll definitely play it, though. Uh, the other one's Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. For that one, I would actually take that off my backlog because I just stopped playing it for a long time. And when Age of Calamity was announced, I tried to get back into it, but I wasn't really into it at that point. So I just kind of gave up on it. And Age of Calamity, I do want to get back into at some point, though. I was actually going to ask you, because you mentioned that Hyrule Warriors... The one for the Switch actually plays really well. And did you say it plays at least the frame rate is a little bit more? It's yep. a little better than than the uh, Age of Calamity. Claim. Yeah, the uh, Age of Calamity is thirty, you know, at best, and then um, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition is sixty frames per second. Yeah, so I definitely want to check that out, but it's very similar to Age of Calamity, at least the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess I'll mention one more. Just because, well, two, the Messenger, and the only reason I haven't gotten into it yet, I have it. Haven't opened it yet because I got it from Special Reserve Games. Shout out. Shout out. Really, really nice box. I had the same one, and Shamster and I ordered these at the same time. I did open it, and I did actually play through the Messenger. It's a phenomenal game. You should let me borrow that one so I don't have to open mine. No, you're, you're going to open your own. Well, I probably won't either because the price for it keeps going up and up, and it's like a special packaging and... I'm, if I, I'll probably get it on sale at some point for like hopefully cheap uh, digital. It's kind of what I did with uh, Monster Boy. Uh, but uh, so I'll mention that quick. But the last one that I have no idea why it's on my list because I've played it a lot. I love Mario. It's Super Mario U Deluxe. I had it. I had it for the. Or I have Super Mario for the Wii U. Super Mario was it New Super Mario? New Super Mario U. I think it was. I want that game. New Super Mario Bros. U. I so it's funny how all these games that you're playing, I've actually played through. This one, I actually, well, I'm halfway through it. I 100 of it. It was so much fun. I loved it. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 incredible. It's Mario, but uh, for some reason, I keep. I had it for the Wii U. I played it for a while. Then I got the Switch, and then it wasn't out, and then I didn't go back, and then I, now I have it, and I played it. It, it gets a little hard though. I want to say I don't know. I, I feel like it's harder than most Mario games. I could be wrong. Eh. No, I don't think so. But uh, I do. I did love the uh, gliding mechanic in that one suit that you get, that one power-up suit. It's phenomenal. It's so satisfying when you glide down and like collect all the coins and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great game. It's just one I have to because I beat all the Mario games, so I have to go back at some point and get through it, um, which I'll do because it's it's just a game. It's not going to take me a lot of hours. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just bang it out tonight. I'll report back. So. What what I removed from my backlog. This is what I'll. This is the last thing I'll say. I finally removed, and you're gonna hate this, cause I finally removed Witcher three from my backlog. Cause I'm just. What? I've tried four or five times. I gave the last time I gave it. A, <laughs> no, I, I, really I, I just I just want to say how convenient. 
when it all is- this CD, when all the CD Project Red stuff uh, comes out, you're just like, you know what? I give up on this company. No, no, I don't. <laughs> my, the company's still good. I like them, and I'll probably end up playing it again. I, well, first of all, open world games. I just, I except for Breath of the Wild, I just, I can't get into them. I and I try. It's understandable. And, and Witcher Three, there's just. If I had to say what I don't like, the first things I would say would be the controls and the camera's a little clunky, I think. And, you know, when you jump around and stuff, it's still fine. It's still a great game. And then the other one's just all the icons and stuff. It's like, it's a lot. And if you go away for a couple weeks, you're done because it's one of those games. I mean, it's an RPG at its core. So that's kind of, you know, how it's built. I just know realistically, I'm never going to gonna beat it. <laughs> I just don't no, that's fair. No, that's definitely it's fair. It's a great game. I might mess around with it. And then who knows? I heard you got to just keep going and going for a while. And then it's just, you get hooked, but I played at least 10, 15, 20 hours. And it's a lot of work. If it doesn't hook you by then, then it's not a game for you, which is fine. You know, if, if it's not a game for you, it's not a game for you. You know, I'll, I'll try Witcher four if it comes up. So I just have two more quick ones before we get into the boss bits. I have on the three DS legend of Zelda, a link between worlds. This one, I started like a year ago or so, or maybe maybe a year and a half, and I played through most of it, but this is a game that I have to go back into and finish, which I actually have the strategy guide for it, so it's actually cool to use that while playing the game. Add that to mine too, because that's another one. <laughs> I played a lot of it though, I'm like halfway through it, but I gotta finish it. I'm like 80% through of it, I just have to finish it up pretty much. Yeah, I think I have the guide too. Yeah, so my very last one is one I have not started yet, but one that I really want to get into, which is Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap on the Game Boy Advance. So not really much to say about this game, but excited to check that out whenever I get a chance. Finally, I have one more wish list item, which is The Last of Us 2 on PS5, specifically a PS5 version of that, because that game already looks fantastic on the PS4. I just want them to do some upgrades, and there's already rumors about a PS5 version coming out for that game. So just give me it, and I'll play it. I hope they have some extra content, because I'm going to get it again anyway, or play it again anyway. I mean, I feel like at that point, they'll probably package it with the uh, online multiplayer. The more Last of Us 2, the better. But I'm surprised to hear you say that because you didn't seem too pumped pumped about that game. For me, it's more of just seeing how like good the visuals can look. And um, I mean, maybe I, the gameplay looks pretty good, to be honest. So, I mean, if the gameplay is good, I'm still going to I'm going to still try it out. It, it's going to sound really good in your headphones, the Pulse 3D headphones. Yeah, I'm sure. And it's scary, too. I'm excited for that. Okay, well, now let's get into the boss bits. Boss bits. So, for me, I've been basically only playing Ghost of Tsushima still. So, at this point, I have about 30 plus hours into it. And I be- I cleared out the entire first island, Izuhara. And now I moved on to the second island. And the great thing about that is once you move on to the second island, there are more enemies, different types of enemies that appear. So you do still have to be agile with the different types of combat that you use, which I really like and is keeping me on my toes. One thing that I did with this specifically was I did use the remote play a lot. And I also wanted to test to see how Ghost of Tsushima looked on the base PS4 natively. So when I compared the two, it was pretty comparable. There wasn't necessarily a big difference in 
streaming it from the PS5 to the PS4 versus actually playing it natively. So once I tested that out, I'm basically only doing the remote play uh, onto my PS4 when I hang out downstairs. But it was cool to see how that worked differently. And the one thing I'll say about it is, had I not seen how it performs on the PS5 natively, I would say the game looks amazing and, and it runs great. Like it definitely is very playable natively on the base PS4, but there's, you can definitely tell a difference when you use the next gen console, even for this game, which is only minor upgrades for. So it's, it's really noticeable. So I, I downloaded uh, Maneater and I, I checked it out to see how it looked on the PS5 and it's 60 frames per second. It's 4k native. And it looks pretty good, but the reason I'm even mentioning this is because you mentioned the the lighting effects and how how it looks uh, for the game you've been playing, and it looks good, but it doesn't look great. Uh, I don't think they they implemented ray tracing at all yet. I don't know if they will. And there's some other problems with the game. I'll get into that later. But I, I wanted to mention it. Man eater, I I did claim that on PS Plus, and I played it for like five minutes, and then Me I too. stopped playing because. I did not like the controls of that game. The camera is a nightmare. Yeah, it's not good. And I did like, well, since we're talking about it now, one thing I did do that was fun. I like when you can glide through the top of the water sort of with your fin out, but that's it. And then the other thing that was actually pretty funny was I actually beached myself and I was bouncing around the beach. It was a big shark bouncing around the beach and he was just <laughs> trying to eat everybody. And it was just ridiculous. And then he starts to run out of, run out of CO2 or oxygen or whatever. And you have to go back in the water. Well, yeah, that's how they breathe. Yeah, I was, but I was jumping around. <laughs> I was jumping around the beach for a while. People were laying out. I was jumping all, jumping all around. Getting that tan. I really want to <laughs> try that game. That game looks so much fun. It's pretty stupid, but it's kind of when it's free, it's definitely worth checking out. And if the controls were better and the camera was better, and there was ray tracing because it's the PS5 version, it's just it's just an upgraded version. It was free, but they did it for the PS5. It, it could be a lot better. It's kind of like a, just a cult cheesy fun game my son and i was just watching the previews of the game and we were just laughing throughout the whole time it yes, almost right. seems like um sharknado but for video games yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't take it too seriously there's not a storyline just play the game and just have fun oh uh, yeah <laughs> the opening cutscene is out of like the uh what's that um what's that fishing show uh deadly's catch basically deadly's it's like, kind of like that yeah, yeah. okay oh, yeah, okay yeah that's pretty funny. It's pretty ridiculous. It's fun to mess around with. You should be able to get like a DLC character like Echo or something and throw him in there. Ah, uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> so, Omi, what do you got for updates? So, I've got updates on um, uh, Warzone. Um, for all those uh, Warzone players out there, I'm pretty sure they already know. But uh, Raven Software had some uh, some updates to some of the uh, newly introduced weapons. Um the uh, DMR, which was the the meta weapon um, from the Cold War um, integration, was actually nerfed. Uh, they reduced the uh, the headshot damage on that one. So basically, the weapons that were be overpowered from the uh, Cold War integration were all nerfed. Um, the most used ones, uh, the DMR, the Type 63, the Mac 10, which is actually my favorite close range weapon, and the uh, the dual pistols were were all nerfed. The uh, the dual pistols were, were actually the, um, the the hip fire speed was actually um, was actually upgraded so they're trying to get people to use that instead of uh, using single shooters that were basically overpowered and and um, you know they were great weapons on on a, on a, on a big map um, but 
you know, if you had those weapons um, upgraded, uh, you had the advantage to win the game. So they, they've cut those down. Um, so now people are, are cycling back to the growl and the kilo um, as their as their main weapons. And um, I'm actually using the the MP5 now, um, trying trying to see if I can get back into that one and, and cycling through the the Mac 10 because um, I feel like there's probably going to be a second a second nerf of that weapon because it's still overpowered. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the up, up, update on uh, on the Warzone side of things. Very cool, Yamama. You said you played a little bit of that. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, I did play a little bit of that. I died immediately. Then I got captured, <laughs> and then I died in prison. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Um, but overall, the game is just gorgeous. Um, so I will be spending some time with it, especially the fact that it's free, which yep. is remarkable. Have you tried the new map? I have not tried the new map yet, no. Um, but this weekend I will. Um, hopefully I'll see you there. Oh yeah. But yeah, but don't kill me. He'll be camping. Yeah, yeah, he's I'll gonna be. be I'll be waiting somewhere. for you. <laughs> and I've been watching a lot of the um, the ninja kills on YouTube, and these guys are insane. Oh yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Korean Savage on YouTube. That guy is a the king of of uh, Warzone. Oh my goodness! These guys make after watching any YouTube video of these guys playing, it just makes me not want to play because <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> Imamu, what do you got for updates? As you know, I'm still playing Cyberpunk. I'm at the uh, I am at the last mission, and um, just before I enter in the building, there's a big disclaimer. If you enter this building. You won't be coming back out. It's like, please handle your business. Anything that you need to take care of, do it now. So that scared the bejesus out of me. So I just, I just walked away. So, I'm, <laughs> so yeah, the same thing happened for The Witcher, but the final like mission was so long. So it's probably still going to be like a long time. So definitely upgrade as much as you can right now. So actually, in regards to that, once you actually beat the final mission do you think you're going to be done with that game for now until they actually added more patches no i actually want to do more of the corporate um side of it so that's mm -hmm. to the right um when you first start um and then after that i'll probably do like more of the nomads um just because uh, after watching some of the youtube videos the storyline is so different and it seems like it's a completely different game so shout out to this company for it's almost like three games in one, to be honest. It's just a full movie, and it's all depicting on which character you you select. Or, and I'm definitely gonna play the game again, but I don't know if I'm gonna. The only thing that might slow me down is if I if I jump on there and I have to start all over again with all the weapons and stuff like that. Oh, that's gonna be a killer. But yeah, I, I don't know if there's a new game plus because you if if there is, you could create two new plus new game plus files and then just basically start one on each file you know what i mean of each of the other storylines but it looks like um if you do the more corporate stuff most of the things that you're that you get rewards for you get a lot of money so you might be Why? able to just get really fast weapons and your suits will be fully upgraded that works too uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, the reason why I didn't go in the building, because I have like a few ladies I need to woo in the game. So. <laughs> ladies! <laughs> yeah, I, I have to. That's, that's like one of my thing. And I, at first I was playing the game and I'm like, okay, I just wooed the first lady. Will the other <laughs> lady find out if I woo another lady? 
And then I did, and she didn't find out. So now I'm like, I'm gonna try and woo every girl I see. All set. <laughs> I think you need uh, a patch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I'll get I catch a virus. A drama patch. There might be a virus. <laughs> so the the game is still very much fun for me, um, and I'm still playing some of the. Um, the the brat battles which is more like a fist fight with some of the heavyweights and i'm at the last part and um i beat most of the brats uh the last part i went into the ring he punched me twice i died and so i'm like okay i need to level up so and i feel pretty strong already so um the game has a long way to go like for me even though i'm at 70 hours of gameplay wow um, so far and I am still not strong enough. Um, and, I, and I love it, actually. The fact that I'm not strong enough makes me feel happy. This is the nice. first game that I'm like, wow, there's a lot more to do. And I'm just going to, I want to become like a god. So, <laughs> so <laughs> like, like real life. Well, I'm already a god. I'm already a god in real life. I just need Lowercase to. Lowercase so. <laughs> Exactly. Well, for this one, you're already pretty much a cyborg anyway, which is kind of cool. So, I mean, just keep upgrading to those robot parts. Exactly. And uh, and it's a lot of fun. And the weapons, um, the weapons, I'm at a new level where a lot of my weapons are super OP. Um, where one weapon, it kind of like shoots many, many um, missiles. And I'm like, is this even fair um, for the <laughs> other guys? I kind of feel sorry for my enemies. Yeah, so lots of fun with the game still, even though it has a lot of, um, you know, issues and stuff like that. But it's so much fun just to play with it. So it's taking a good portion of my time, and Brawl Stars taking a good portion of my time. So, and I'm definitely gonna jump into uh, a lot of the other Microsoft games like Gears Tactics and stuff like that. I literally just downloaded Brawl Stars as you guys were uh, talking. So yeah, just Multitask. give me your information, and we will be partners, and I will help you walk through. Did you pick up uh, MK11 yet? Because I want to. I want to play you. I want to play with you uh, on on that. In that. That is true. We did talk about that the last time. Because I'm ready. I think I downloaded already. He's got to wait for the PS5 version, though, right? Uh, is it cross-platform? I don't know. It's a good question. I thought that's one thing we were going to test, but uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is great. I- I'm playing that. I'm playing with Jade right now. I switched from Rambo, which is incredible. I'm running through the crypt, but I just I want you to get on there so we can we can play. In fact, I tweeted out the um, clip of the load time uh, from earlier when I was playing. It is so fast. It's not even funny. It's like, boom, that's it. Really? So, so check it out. One uh, w- one kind of funny thing too is uh, the reason one of the big reasons in Ghost of Tsushima when I play that why I like using the remote play versus natively is the load times are faster when you're streaming it from the PS5 versus the really? PS4. So yeah, it's funny. That is funny. Well, actually, when you mentioning load times again, um, and I bring this up again because I mentioned Man Eater, the load times on that at least at the beginning seemed kind of long. Slow. Yeah, it was weird. Man Eater was it, bad. Yeah, it's just not optimized for the PS5, and it's probably not even optimized for the PS4. It's it's wow. okay though. I don't want I don't want to rip it up. It's definitely a fun time to mess around with. I could see it being a party game for sure. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I'm sure they'll add in a patch to clear out the load times at some point. And add some ray tracing. <laughs> Shamster, what other uh, what other games you got? 
Well, I touched on Man Eater, obviously, and I touched on Mortal Kombat 11. There's not too much to say about that. I brought it up a few times. I'll just mention that it's really good. In fact, I, like you, I played Man Eater for like five minutes. Actually, I played for like 10 or 15 minutes, and then I was like, I'm just going to Mortal Kombat 11. It was way better. <laughs> um, just everything about it. I, again, I'm not ripping, ripping up Man Eater, uh, literally and figuratively, or, you know, pun intended, but it's. Um, it's cool. It's definitely worth checking out, especially for free. But Mortal Kombat 11 is still great. I'm using Jade, and she's just really good. I mention this all the time, and I just did. The, the load times are incredibly fast. But I sent out, I put out a tweet on that, so you could check that out. It's it's on the uh, the boss room Twitter Twitter page. Uh, it's it's almost stunning. It's just like boop, that's it. And and I mentioned this before, but I don't know if if I mentioned it to you guys. Sometimes they have tips on the screen, you know, because it's, it's originally a PS4 game. Yeah, you said this last week, I believe. Yeah, when they do the tips, it's too fast. You can't read it. So I guess that's that's good, though, because it's you don't have to wait for it to load. But the one I really want to mention today that I kind of saved, um, well, and by the way, I also downloaded Tomb Raider, Shadow of the uh, Tomb Raider. Oh, my. So Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that was a PS Plus game, so I claimed it as well. Have I didn't download it, but uh, that was one of the free PS Plus games that they had announced recently. So, uh, Imamu definitely grabbed that too. Yeah, definitely. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is definitely worth picking up. And just to clear one thing up, I mentioned last week, I mentioned the bear. That's actually in the game before it. That's the game I was going to buy. But this one's the one I haven't played at all. So, I'm excited to check it out. I don't know if what they did with it as far as how it's going to look on the PS5. In fact, I don't even know if there is an upgraded version. No, I think I think this is just the PS4 version, but yeah. I heard I heard the game's actually really good. It's going to be good. I, I definitely I want to check it out. Uh, but the one I was really going to bring up because it was odd. I mentioned this game before, but I actually ended up beating it. Is Little Nightmares, and it's kind of an older game, but Little Little Nightmares Two is coming out this year, and it is by I I thought it was by. I forget who it's by. I don't want to give the wrong information. I thought it's an I, indie indie developer. Yeah, I don't know if some of them worked on Little Big Planet. I don't know. For some reason, I have a Little Big Planet in my head, and it's kind of like the same type of graphic style. But anyway, it's a really weird game, but it's really cool. If you've ever played Limbo or Inside, it's sort of like that, and it's creepy. And I played it with my kids, and it just kind of scaled up though. It's not too long. I'd say it's probably three or four hours. Uh, if that, but it's a lot of puzzle solving and cool looking um, levels and environments. You're problem solving and you're trying to get through a nightmare. And there's like one, for example, one level has has some weird dude who's really tall and he has really long arms. They're like quadruple the length of regular arms, if if not more. So so just to interject quick, uh, yeah. the developer uh, they actually did develop uh, Little Big Planet DLC. Okay. And Little Big Planet on the PS Vita, as well as Tearaway on the Tearaway, PS4. Tearaway, that's the other one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew they were related somehow. Um, I just forgot the details, so thanks for, for finding that. Um, I believe it's called uh, Tarsier Studios. Put it this way. You should check out the trailer for sure on YouTube. Just go to YouTube when you're bored and just type Little Nightmares and just watch the trailer. Because it's, it's very interesting. And I didn't realize this. But after I beat it, I, I always wait till after I beat a game to really look into it. And there's some lore there because it doesn't answer all the questions in the game. And it's super creepy. But there's actually some DLC that acts, I think, as a prequel. And there's a character in one of the DLC uh, levels that actually makes an appearance in the actual, the, the real game, the full game. 
And there's a little bit of a storyline behind that too, which is kind of interesting and creepy at the same time. And I don't want to spoil it, but it's worth checking out. And there's also a game for, uh, I think iPhone, I'm not sure about Android, but it's called uh, Very Little Nightmares. I think that's what it's called. And I think it's $5.99, $6.99, something like that. But it's another extension of the game that actually adds uh, some information or gives you some of the background to help make the story make a little bit more sense because it's really weird and creepy, which I mentioned. But I'm just kind of excited because I've had it for a while. I got it super cheap one day when they had like one of those big sales. Maybe I might have paid like three, four or five bucks for it. Probably usually goes for 20. I'm not sure, though. I'm just guessing. Um, maybe maybe Little Nightmares 2 will go for a little more. But I picked it up. I held on to it for a while. If you're in the right mood, it's kind of relaxing. You kind of just sit back and it's a little creepy environment you have to get through. And uh, and it gets really creepy and really weird and really, really creepy and really, really weird towards towards the end. And it's not long. If you can get it cheap, check it out. Um, even if you have to pay full price, because, again, I don't know what that costs. But, but look it up. That's all I can say. Thank you for listening to The Boss Room. My name is Alex Kaz. Thank you, Shamster. Boom. Imamu. All day. All night. Omi. Yep. Frank from work. Hey, guys. Take it easy. And X-Wolf. Thank you guys so much. Well, I also want to give one quick other shout out again to secondplayer.net. We really appreciate the article you wrote about us, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You can find us on Twitter at the underscore boss room and on YouTube, search the boss room. Thank you and have a great night. Later. We out.